Hello, fuckers. Welcome, welcome. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Random. What are we on? Number 201. Let me check the date. Is December 28, 2023. December 28. Clicked on my Instagram. And some dude who looks like a baby and an older man who goes and he does barbecue reviews. Have you ever seen this guy? What's his name? Barbecue, Big Jake. This guy looks like both like a child and a grown older man, an elder man. Um, you should check him out. He eats barbecue, and then at the end, he says he does a weird little thing, and, and that's 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 what it is. That's right. I don't know. He takes a bite of burger, and then he does this fucking catchphrase that's eluding me. And already, this is after a fucking complete mess. This is like Christmas in LA. All over the place, you know, people in LA, they're like, ah, oh, it doesn't feel like Christmas anymore, obviously. It doesn't really feel like Christmas um, because uh, you're not with your family. You're no longer a child. The joy of presents, the joy of Santa, it's all gone. Unless you got kids, Christmas is pretty crap. Oh, I'm nihilistic. Nihilistic. Nihilistic LA is an oil rig, an abandoned oil rig in December. I like the way it's like, I swear to God, Americans, they ditch Christmas like it's a bad one I stand. Out the door. The minute it's over, get the fuck out. They throw out their tree. I'm looking at my tree with glee. I'm delighted I got a tree. Little fucking chord of a tree. Um... I went to buy a tree, right? I can't remember when I did the last podcast. I don't think I said a story. I went to buy a tree. And the first time I went, this is the worst Christmas ever, to be honest. The first time I went, it'll be funny. It'll be funny to look back at, you know, the sadness of it all. No, but the first, um, don't fucking hit me up being like, oh, don't be sad. I know. I'm just, I'm just talking. Too many people. Too many people hitting me up online. It's more than you think it'd be. It's like I am an attractive, hot woman. Um, I went to go. Up t- it's Home Depot, and I went, and the guy just goes, yeah, we're closed. We closed an hour early. And I was like, why? He was like, yeah, I just wanted to. I was like, could I just go in? And he said, no. So I had to go back the next day. They're very unhelpful there at nighttime. During the day, I remember I went before during the day, and they were like, hey, man, what can we do at nighttime? I suppose I'd be pissed, too, if I was working at Home Depot at night. Being like, fuck, this is what I want to do with my life. Did I move here? Hopes and dreams to work at Home Depot? Probably not. Um, so I went to buy one. <laughs> I went up to a guy and I was like, because it was, yeah, it gets dark here early and I forgot. So I went a tad late. It's still 5 p.m. But it's pitch black by then. And I went to Home Depot 
And uh, I love going to Home Depot because everyone that works there makes me feel like a fucking helpless woman. Oh, you have a question? Oh, you don't, you can't, you don't know what a, pli- a pliers is? You don't know what a, a, a panas, Panasonic a screwdriver is? You don't have a panoramic screwdriver, no? You're just a little dumb boy, huh? I'm like, I just want to buy a Christmas tree. And they kind of wrap ones up. And I was like, is this a good tree? And he just looked at me and walked away. <laughs> it was like, I don't know if he was like annoyed or if people were like taking the piss out of him. Excuse me. My stomach is dodge. I don't know if he, uh, he was not happy when I asked him, is this a good tree? So I was like, all right, let's just guess. And I picked up a tree and I was like, fuck it, I get this one. And they have to do all the wrapping and the trimming. The guy walked away from me twice. <laughs> and then I went, can you, uh, so they got my tree ready and I, they were like, pull up the car. So I pulled up and I was like, usually they tie it to your car. They tie it to the roof. And I was like, oh yeah, so like, can you tie it to the roof? And the guy goes, no, nah, you got to do that yourself. And I was like, no, no, but I'm just a little woman. I am just... I am just a little fragile woman. Please help me. And he goes, no. And then I went out in the twine. I felt like a fucking idiot. So I stuck it up on top of my car. First of all, I didn't realize, but they gave me the wrong tree. It's meant to be another foot. So they gave me a small tree. I like it now. You know, it's the little tree, the little tree that tried his best. He failed miserably, but he tried his little best. Um, so... I stuck it up my roof, and then there's twine in a bucket next to where you'd load it up the tree, <laughs> and I couldn't cut the twine. I tr- I was like, I'm so dumb. I thought I was able to like, it's that like orange twine. I don't know if you know what it is. I'm very good at describing. I kind of went to the gym and I left all my energy there. So this is, and I'm doing laundry too. So perfect time for a podcast when my energy is at my lowest. Didn't sleep well last night. So this is going to, this is going to be one of the classics. We're into the 200s, and we're starting with a somber, low-tempo, low low-beat podcast about fucking twine. <laughs> I am the twine master. Entangle me in your twine, you horse. Um, but yeah, so they were like, yeah, you just fucking load it up yourself. And then I tried to rip the twine with my hands, and I don't know if you know anything about twine, but it's trying, it's like trying to rip your heart out of your body. It's very hard. I fucking cut my hands. So then I was like, ah. And then I was like, oh, wait, let me be resourceful. Resourceful. I'll use my um, I'll use my house key. It's been about four and a half minutes trying to cut it with the house key. Making zero inroads. I was like, what the fuck? Is this a smooth key? Is this a smooth key like me testicles? I thought this was a, a, a jagged, rugged one like my other testicle, but the key was doing nothing. So I had to go back in. I said to the guy, um, they were so angry in there. It was fucking hilarious. Maybe I just look like a cunt. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be the first time that people have uh, eyed me up and down and said, fuck this guy, based on looks alone. Um, I go to the guy. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, I'm having a bit of trouble with the twine. <laughs> and... He goes, yeah, just use your key. He'll come, he'll cut it right open. I said, no, you, you don't. My hands are bloody at this point because I tried to rip it open with my hands. I was basically, I was like Jesus, you know. I was like the, the prodigal son that didn't come home. 
Um, was that Jesus? No, that wasn't Jesus. Fuck it. I gotta reread the Bible. Reread the Bible. Tune in next week and we'll have read the Bible front to back. Back to front. Oh man, how funny on a side note is it when you <laughs> is it like meeting a girl who's religious and you pretend or not even pretend, maybe you just fucking lie. I lie to myself and be like, Oh yeah, I I miss the church. <laughs> I miss going all the time. I miss going at Christmas. You're just lying about fucking pretending to fuck. Oh yeah. Oh, is that what God said? Oh yeah, he's. You know, he's a great man, God. He, you know, he's got it down. He, he knows his. He knows his stuff. Um. I like going. It's funny. Did you ever go to like church, mass at Christmas? Anytime really. But I was stuck on. I used to go at Christmas, but. <laughs> and you'd like you'd have no change, or no cash for the collection boxes, so you just put your hand in, ruffle it around. <laughs> now that, to me, is what Christmas is all about, just pretending to give money to the homeless, because I'm a very nice guy, you know, if anyone asks, I pretend I give money to the homeless. I'm a pretend philanthropist. Um, I, I like meeting, I met a philanthropist the other day, and basically she was a bored housewife, and her husband was rich, and that is, uh, that's, the nicest euphemism for bored housewife is I'm a philanthropist. You know, I like to give because I hate my husband and I want something. She's probably going to be making handmade jewelry soon. I love when people like buy my handmade jewelry and it's just a horrific. Be like, oh yeah, this is going to go well. Oh, you're going to be the main source of income in your household pretty soon if you keep making these horrific looking fucking trinkets that a blind child wouldn't even be able to pull off as poorly. Um, so my hands are bleeding talking to this dude at Home Depot, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, it should come right off. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I've tried pulling it apart. I've tried it with my key, nothing. So he goes, here's a knife. <laughs> and you know, do you hand a knife to someone like the Safeway? He handed me the unsafe way, like blade first. Um, and he goes, you're going to bring it back, right? And I was like, yeah. And I said, I killed myself because of this fucking Christmas tree. So I go back out, and I forgot, you know, at Home Depot, they all have, the, like, the Mexican helpers. There's a guy, like, standing next to my car, and he's just like, see, see, help, help, see, see, help, see, see, help, see. And I was like, ah. And then I was like, oh, no, I got to fucking pay him. And I have no cash on me, because I just fucking bought a Christmas tree with the cash I had. And he goes, no, yeah, five, ten dollars. And I was like, nah, I'm good. And he goes, no, no, I'll do it. He just starts doing it. And I was like, no, I'm good. I have no cash. And he goes, go to the bank. I was like, I'm not fucking going to the bank to get out cash for you. Oh, what a fucking nightmare. What a bad story this is. You know, sometimes you start a story and you're just in it and you have to keep going. Here's my tip for people. If you're out and about, at least this is a podcast so you can ramble because fuck it, who cares? But when I'm out and about, having a laugh at a bar or just fucking at a show or whatever, oh my God, the amount of fucking non-comics who start trying to tell me stories that I'm like, this is a long, bad story. I can tell. So what I've started doing, and people initially think it's rude, but then they're, they're into it because they're like, oh, okay, that helped. Is that you just tell them, oh, all right, you, got, you can do this story, but it has to be three sentences. So it's the three-sentence rule. And it, whatever they do, I swear to God, it makes the story way better, and it also gets me fucking out of it. So you do their first sentence. There's no and either. It's just one sentence. 
So they're like, I went to Home Depot. They were not helpful. I bought a tree. <laughs> like that would have been the, the way to tell the story properly. But we're rambling. People get upset when I tell them and then they see the, the, the joy of it because the story's over and you're back to having fun. You're back to... So how's life? I swear to God, if someone else asks me, how's life? Oh, so how you been up to? The next time I'm out and about. I shall stab them in the eye or I'll stab my ears or use the knife that I stole from Home Depot to cut my ears off like Van Gogh. Go on, Vincent. Um, so I got rid of the Mexican dude. I got the tree up, tied it over my car. I went back in, gave the guy the knife. He gave me a dirty look. I left. I said, happy Christmas, buddy. And he looked at me like he knew I didn't want him to have a happy Christmas, but he must have put a spell on me because it reversed. So I'm driving home, and the minute I start driving, it's probably like a 20-minute drive, I'm like, oh, no, I have no fucking, I have no gas. But I, I didn't want, oh, here's another thing. The string immediately came off. It untied. So now I'm holding my tree with a string out the window. Long story short, <laughs> what a bad story. Fuck. I should fucking hit myself. I got the tree home. We got home. You know, you know, when there's no end to a story, it's like sex for women. It's just you're waiting and you're waiting and you're like, all right, he's going to do something. It's going to be, it's going to have a big ending. And no, I just walk away. <laughs> I just leave you be. I'm saying that's it. I splurted out everything, and now you have to just lie there and deal with the shame. That's why I don't like to make women come in bed. Um, I don't want you to have that post-not post shame, post-not clarity, whatever to say in America. I don't want you to be lying there, and the calm has flooded out, and the shame has flooded in, and you're looking at me being like, God Almighty. I slept with this sweaty lesbian-looking fucker. How could I? How could I have stooped so low in my life? But I got the tree in. Here's, here's something that's fucking... Here's something that is sad. Um, and someone asked me a question. They were like, did you cry <laughs> when you were dressed, decorating your tree? And I was decorating it. And I'm like, oh, God, this is fucking sad on your own. But who am I going to invite? If you're singing, who are you going to invite over? To decorate your tree, your buddies? No. They're just like, I'm not going over there. Why did you even buy a tree? Just deal with it. It's just a day. And I'm like, you don't get it. It's an Irish tradition to enjoy it to the maximum. Um, so I put on some Christmas music, <laughs> which even made it feel sadder. It's beginning to look a lot, feel a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go. But it didn't feel like Christmas at all because it's fucking sweltering. And uh, But it's up. I'm happy I did it because now when I turn on the lights, it's like free joy, really. Even though it cost me $100 or some shit like that. And they gave me the wrong tree and I cut my hands. I'm basically Jesus. Uh, it is joy, docs. You turn on the lights, I look at it. Here's the one thing. Unless I can't breathe. I thought it would smell better. I think I got a dead tree, so that's nice. <laughs> they give me a, it's not falling apart yet, but there's no fucking, I bought it for the smell. 
I bought it for the smell, and there is no smell, so now I'm just looking at it. Um, so that's good. The one, the main reason I, I would have got a fake one otherwise, but I was like, ah, oh, the smell will be nice. The smell will be lovely. Although the people, a lot of colds going around LA, so maybe I'm just clogged up. You know, maybe this is just the wrong time to do a podcast. This is the wrong time. Christmas here is pretty fucking. I had one good day. It was the day the Christmas day was. I've just been boozing out and about, boozing, bamboozling, uh, just with any stragglers who were left here. Out and about, just, just lonely decorators uh, with their own solo Christmas tree. Everyone that I know out and about that's left here well, has been out and about every night almost. But then Christmas Day, oh yeah, it was great. I woke up Christmas Day, went by the Laugh Factory for a while, for a while, fed the homeless. Then I was going to go to my buddy's place, and I I, uh, I bought some turkey first. And I was like, let me eat first, because I'm fucking starving. So I bought this turkey dinner. It was fucking, it was tasty. And then it made me sick. So I lay down, and I was nauseous all day Christmas Day. One of the finest days. People, too, have been hitting me up, and I'm not in the mood, because I'm like, <laughs> this is the worst. It was fucking brutal, too. My parents and my brother and his, like, his whole family, my sister, they're sending me all these, like, lovely family dinner meals and they're all having fun they're opening presents and they're like how is LA is it good and I'm like oh it's fucking do you know what you make the most of it <laughs> you make the most of it and it's a fun time as opposed to I'm like I'm nauseous lying down in bed this is just a Monday this is not Christmas it's a Monday and I have a decorated tree that's the only difference is that there's a tree in my uh in my apartment that has decorations. Besides that, is it Christmassy? No. Although the day after Christmas was pretty good. It was really fucking good. I'm in such a monotone. Let me talk about something else than Christmas. Let me do a fucking question. Should I follow my dreams? (laughs) I like the way you give me these broad questions. No, <laughs> there's a good easy answer. No, you should not. No, you should, I suppose. Depends what it is. I mean, like, you could have elaborated on that question, but you didn't, and that's how it goes. Um, no, you should, but, I'll, yeah, you should. You should. Fuck, if I knew what it was, i tell you. Yeah, you should give it a go, but don't, like... Although I can't really give advice because I was dumb. Just have some money saved up and then give it a go. Otherwise, you'll like. Just, oh, let's just say you're. Just say you want to be a comedian or an actor, and you need to. Should I move to LA? Let me fucking write your question for you. Because should I follow my dreams? Who the fuck sent me that again? Let me see if I can fucking abuse you on text. I can't find it. My DMs are fucking... My DMs are flooded for some reason. A lot of lonely people out there over Christmas. I will say this too. If your fucking... If your crush isn't replying to you over Christmas... Because this, this is the time when people are... people When people go home at Christmas and they're bored off their tits with their family, they want to text the crush. They want to text someone they like. So if you fucking hit someone up and they don't reply... Leave that person alone. Leave that person be. Because to me, like that's that's the big no. I don't think I don't think I think ghosting isn't a thing. I think it's just people are just saying I don't like you. 
in a nice way. Because would you prefer them to say nothing and just leave you on red? Or would you prefer them to say, hey, buddy, you're a boring piece of shit. You're a real bore bag. You know, if you had a personality, instead of thinking you're just good looking, um, then, you know, there might be there might be more to this. But you fucking nothing. You ask the most boring questions. I'm, I'm probably... I'm probably um, saying what women are trying to get me to understand if they ghost me. They're like, you're fucking boring. Although I ask too many questions, yeah, that's not true. I'm unreal at texting. It's all I have, texting, because you can't understand me in person. So I'm great at texting, unless I don't want to text you anymore. I don't ghost, I just bore people. I do it purposely, it's great. I bore them down. Wait, let's go back to your question about fucking... um, should I follow my dreams? Uh, I would say, well, like if you were, just say your dream is to do something in LA, if you want to be an actor or a comedian, uh, just have some money saved up and have half a plan. Although I moved here with no fucking plan. I was like, I moved here and I was like, let me find somewhere to live in the first fucking 12 hours before it gets dark that I land. And then I had to rent a car, and then that took longer than I thought. And then I had to go around to people's houses, and I was already late because the flight was delayed. And uh, I slept in a car, and um, it that was not part of the plan. So I would just have money saved up. I'd also try not to be deluded. Hold on, you have to be deluded. Fuck it, yeah, do it. Do it, who knows, you might, you might make it, or you might be out in Santa Monica Boulevard sucking penis. Or um, having sex with an old woman with a... What's it called when they have fucking... Fuck, let me Google it. What's it called when they have... Hemorrhoids. <laughs> when they have hemorrhoids. So I would... Uh, yeah, just just know you, you'll either do well, or you might do poorly. You could... Uh, what's it called? Pivot too? I was going to say deviate. Pivot. He could come out here like to do one thing. And he'd be like, oh, this is what I want to do. I want to have sex with an old woman with hemorrhoids. So you never know. Your dream might develop. It might uh, disintegrate. You might fuck up your life. You might ruin it all. You might be a fucking regretful fucker. But also you might have the best time ever. You never you never know whoever fucking asked me that. I should write down the questions and the fucking username so I can call you out for not giving me for fucking information. I mean, all the questions actually that I wrote down that I looked at quickly, they're all brief. Um, what is what I talking about? Oh yeah, oh yeah, here's the thing, like you could also have a fucking laugh. I remember I came here, and I think I stayed here at Christmas I was first here. I can't remember, but I went up to Robbie Williams' house, and uh, I remember being on his couch drunk, and I was fucking just sitting there, and I think Slash came over, because he was his old neighbor, and he came over, and I was just kind of like looking at him, <laughs> and I was like half asleep, and I was looking at him, and I was you know who you look like? And he was like, who? And I was like, Slash. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know. And that was the end of it. But, <laughs> you know, you follow, you follow your dreams, and then you end up with a bad story like that. I was up at all the day after Christmas. That was the one good day of Christmas. I went up to Robbie's house. He moved house now. His fucking house is unreal. It's like this English manor, but it's in Beverly Hills. 
He's got about 10 Christmas trees that put my... Like, if I went to him, do you want me... Do you want my Christmas tree? He just got... Aw. <laughs> He's got these unreal Christmas trees. There's about fucking 10. We went... Oh, we went up. Oh, Jesus. I walked in. I was wearing... I was trying to wear Christmas clothes. Someone asked me that, too. They're like, did you put presents under your tree? Did you wrap presents? And I, at, that, at that point, I would probably kill myself. Unless it was a gun and a knife. There's no way I'm wrapping gifts... From me to me. <laughs> That's fucking horrific. Oh, God, that would have been so sad. I should have done it. I should have done it just rapping. Hey, I can't wait for you to see this. And then I'm like, I know I mean either. <laughs> I wonder what it is. But fucking, yeah, there's no way I was wrapping gifts. Sticking them under my tree. And then to Christmas Day, waking up, I wonder what it is. But I did put them in bags and put them under the tree. Which is almost as sad, but I was wearing all these new clothes. It was kind of warm, but I was like, no, nah, I got to wear this lovely sweater. Got to wear this lovely sweater. So I went up to Rob's house and uh, I walked in. First of all, I went up there thinking it was just like we were just going to watch a soccer game or chill. Because I haven't seen him for ages. He's been on the road. I've been on the road, you know, us entertainers, we've been on the road doing exactly the similar gigs. Um, so I haven't seen it in a while, but I went up there and I walked in and I was like, oh no, this is like a fucking dinner party. Like it was full of people. They were all sound as fuck, but I did not expect. And it was also roasting and I swear to God, I just broke into sweat. <laughs> like I, like it was, oh, and I'd worked out and I showered. I'm making excuses because I'm a sweaty whore. And I broke into sweat, and then I couldn't stop sweating. And he, he was like, it, they, oh, they had some fucking spread. He's got a chef. That's the best thing about fucking being really successful and rich. He's having a personal chef. So he's a chef making food. Like a, a waiter came up to me. He was like, would you like a drink? And I was like, I fucking need a drink because I, I have social anxiety, and it's the heat is killing me. And there's a lot of people here that... I don't know, and I'm going to have to do small talk. But I knew enough people up there, it was chilled. So there was one guy up there, too. He was like, you sweat? And I was like, yeah. He goes, thank God, I'm not the only one. I was like, you'll never be the only sweater if I'm around. And then a woman said, nice sweater. And then a woman called me out for being so sweaty. She's like, you sweaty boy, you sweaty boy. And I was like, I know I'm sweating so much. So we chatted about me sweating for about 10 minutes. I could keep going about me sweating here. I'm starting to sweat thinking about it now because they must have been looking at me like, ah, they're all coupled up too. Only me and my other buddy, JMO, shot up, <laughs> he shot up in a fucking woolly, woolly jacket half open, nothing underneath. He's the man. I fucking love him. Um, but Jesus, the food they had, they had like fucking pork chops. They had risotto and a fucking cheese wheel. Salmon. Green beans, asparagus, you know, all that really fancy shit. It was mostly the pork chops, though. I haven't had pork chops since back in Ireland. And I was like, ah, oh, they reminded me of my, of my mother. My mother is cooking. Um, geez, this podcast really is monotone. And let's keep going. Let's keep going with the sadness. You know, you got to accept that it's sad. It is what it is. I used to hate that saying. And now I'm like, oh, it's actually kind of good because... I used to think people who said it is what it is were fucking dumb. But now I realized uh, they're just accepting that it is what it is, <laughs> if that makes any sense. I've learned how to accept that now. 
it is uh like I couldn't change it, so I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's just embrace the sweat. I do like at a, at a dinner party, any party. I do realize I spend a lot of time in the bathroom avoiding people and avoiding talking. Because it's funny, like, if it was such, I'd never met any of these people. I just, the, the common ground was that Rob was my buddy. And then I have to talk to them. And then I'm sweating. And I was like, Christ. So I just go to the bathroom and chill. Just go on my phone, hang out, scroll, scroll whatever fucking app, Twitter, Instagram, just that addiction, scrolling like a crackhead. And then I'd go back and some waiter would come up and he'd say, are you from Ireland? And I'd say, I am. And he said, oh, that's cool. I, I'm, I, uh, I'm from Ireland too. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you don't sound like it, buddy. You don't sound like it at all. You sound like you're deeply from the valley. <laughs> but that was grand. It, is, it, it was what it was. You have to accept it. Um, but that was good. I got out of there soon. I didn't want to be the sweaty fella. Uh, so I drove home. Drove home. And, you know, I made it home. And that's the end of that great story. Should I delete this podcast? Let's try more questions. Oh, fuck. Did I write them down? I feel like you're, oh yeah, just two, are you, are you ignoring me, did you mute me, <laughs> how do I get past heartbreak, I feel like you're trolling me with some of these questions, because I said I was going through stuff before, um, heartbreak, how would you get past heartbreak? Can you elaborate on questions, too? I want to know, like, how you broke up, what happened. I need some details. You just give me skim questions. I know, it's, I know it's Instagram that you're sending me on, but write a bit more. Write a bit more so I can read it out. Give the listener some context and be like, wow, what great advice. What lovely advice. Um, heartbreak, what did I do? Uh, you could find a bridge. No. <laughs> I didn't realize recently, like, do you ever get so sad that you're like, I never liked the Smiths, I still don't, or Morrissey, but it was finally, I, I was like, I was in a sad place, and I was like, oh, I finally get them. I finally, because, sounds like he's just crying, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's why I get them. Sad people love them. So you know you're sad when the Smiths kick in. And if you've been a lifelong fan of the Smiths, well, then you've been depressed your whole life. Congratulations on the depression. Um, I don't know, heartbreak. I would go to the gym. I would, uh, I would read books. I would go to therapy. Whatever works for you. I wouldn't go. I suppose you have to get it out, too. Numb the feelings, boozing, smoke weed. I think the things that make me... Uh, got me past it was the gym and reading books and talking to buddies. Uh, I would recommend them. Talking to friends and not just acquaintances too. Because people just give you wild advice. Although sometimes it's better to get advice from fucking strangers. Hence why you're asking me, perhaps. Perhaps. Although people like, I think because fucking, I don't know, I think because people had priests growing up when they were in fucking young. 
when they're in fucking young. Great English. I think because pre- people are priests. Or it's because of their fucking show Fleabag. Do you want the people that be like, oh, you kind of remind me of a priest. You're just uh, your demeanor or the way you speak. And I'm like, what the fuck? Do so you think I'm a pedophile? You think I'm a pedophile? Um, I would do... I would do gym. I would work out, and then I would get fresh air every day. <laughs> These are fucking rudimentary, but this is what worked for me: working out, reading books. I keep reading *The Road Less Traveled*. You should read it. What's the last? I, I wrote down a good line. Oh, love is not a feeling. Oh yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? No, or is that just for me? Love is not a feeling, so you can't just be like, "Oh, I'm in love," um, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, really." But then you have to show it. Or you have to do it. You can't just be like, yeah, but the love is there. Maybe people are just love each other in different different ways. Uh, how, what does this do with your question? I don't know. I'm in the acceptance part of the end of a relationship. I'm like, oh, all right, I accept. I accept the fault of whatever it is that I was meant to have done. Because even if I didn't do it the way that I, I thought I did it, if the other person thinks you did it, I'm like, all right, well, you have to accept that that's what she thinks. And then you have to move on. So to answer your question poorly, um, I would go work out. Go, go to a fucking hobby, actually. I can't remember if a man or a woman who's done sent me this. Go to a fucking pottery class. I know a girl before told me that she fucking did pottery. Uh... Go like go do something fun. I wouldn't go boozing too much, because then you get the fucking hangover, and then that makes you worse. And then it's a vicious cycle. Tis a vicious cycle. I do. Here's the one good thing. I don't know if I said this before. My buddies told me this. Like in Ireland, if you think you, like in English, you say, "Oh, I am sad." So you kind of get attached to the idea that you're sad, or you're like, "I am heartbroken." Let's take "I am sad" because that's the example. So instead of, but then that becomes your identity. You're like, I am sad. And then this is just, this is what it is now. This is, this. it's just, I am sad. But uh, in, Ar- in Irish, Jesus Christ, I'm, so, I'm fucking full American now. In Irish, in Irish, it's the, the sad, whatever it is. The English uh, translation is, um, I have sadness. So it's like temporary. Oh, I have sadness. Like I have this ice cream. This ice cream's not going to last. But it's here at the moment. And then I might have some pork lamb chops. And that's happiness. Why did I use ice cream as sadness? Who knows? Here's a better one. I have, all right, for sadness, it's like this. I have diarrhea. It's not I am diarrhea. It's I have it. Jeez, me and my buddy Amir... Amir K, funny comedian, go check him out. He, uh, we went hiking yesterday, fucking big long hike, and then we got sushi after it, and we were kind of tired after the hike. The two of us were like, oh, I kind of feel a bit. That was a good sweat, but it was a lot of sweat. And then we got sushi. We went to this place, sushi stop, and the place is we. It's tasty. People don't like it, but he fishes and stuff, so he knows fish. And I smell like a fish, so we bought no fish, and he. We like ordered, we got a fucking feast. It's so cheap in there too. I think it was like $30 each. Total, 
total for a big fee. Like, we're stuff leaving. What do we get? Mussels, some scallops, some fucking yellowtail rolls or something, some fucking yogas. I can't pronounce anything in there. A salad. Uh, something else. It was fucking savage. Then we left. <laughs> we left, and I remember going home. And I drank a coffee. And then I was like, hmm, that's a peculiar feeling in my stomach. And then, oh boy, did, did the bowels of Christ open up. It was horrific. And as I was texting him, being like, <laughs> being like, what the fuck? Was that sushi good? He texted me at the exact same time. There was water coming out of my ass. <laughs> ah, there's nothing better than shared pain. Shared diarrhea in this in this instance, but fuck it, that made me laugh. And that cheered me up. Even though like I was going, you know, oh God, why do we keep talking about diarrhea? But Jesus Christ. Sushi diarrhea is fucking never ending. I was meant to go out last night to meet buddies. I was like, I'm sorry, lads. <laughs> I'm sorry, the fish took me down. They took him down too, which is grand. As long as they don't take me down solo. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, wait, what the fuck? Jeez, this unreal rambles. So, that's the whole point. You say, I have, oh yeah, that's sadness. I have diarrhea. You don't say, I am diarrhea. So you're like, oh, I am sad. No, I have sadness. Toss sadness at gum. Wait, let me see what the fuck. And say, I have sadness in Irish. I have, I have, I have a dream. I am, wait, fuck. I am sad. In Irish, I am sad in Irish. You are sad. Oh, top brown arm, which means, well, what the fuck? No, I'm sad. You fuck. Huh? Huh? What the fuck? I'm sorry. No, no, fuck me. I can't even. I am sad. What the fuck is this? I am sad, Irish. Why is this fucking shit? Sorry. Top broad arm. Oh, yeah. Why does that translate to I'm sorry when it goes back? So, yeah, I have sadness. <coughs> what the fuck was I on about it? Last minute train of thought. You know, will I delete this or will I keep it up? You never know. Anyway, yeah, so that's... Oh, yeah, that's my... Oh, yeah, your question. <laughs> I would remember that you're not... You don't. You're not. You don't have to live in the sadness. You just have it right now. It's just. It's you're the Airbnb and sadness is staying with you for a little bit, and then it'll be gone. And then you'll be. You'll have moved on from sushi diarrhea to pork chop, um, constipation, and then you'll say I have frustration. Over rhyming. All right. Let's fucking finish these questions. What was the other one I said? Fuck it. Oh, did I mute you? Yeah, I fucking probably did. Do you know how annoying people are online? Here's the thing about people. If I do it, I'll make jokes on my Instagram, for example. I'm locked out of my fucking Twitter for some reason. Uh, they have some stupid new system where you can't... I don't know what the fuck. I'm not even going to explain it. But, <clears throat> yeah, like, I'll do a joke online. And then get, like, 25 to 30 responses the exact same. 
And then I get someone who I don't know just calling me a fucking, I don't know, just going, just trying to fucking, why aren't you answering me? Come on, answer me. Oh, you're too cool for me now? You don't, I'm like, I don't fucking know who you are. Why are you giving me abuse? Like, I've answered you because I have a need to answer everyone because I want to please people because I have a void in my soul, maybe from growing up in Ireland where you're never told, hey, man, you, you know, you're enough. You, you, you don't have to, uh, you don't need the validation of everyone, but you don't get that. You, we just mock each other, and it's good, but then in the long term, you realize, oh, I'm filling the void the whole time because I'm being nice to all these people. I don't want them to dislike me because if they like me, then I like myself. So that's why I answer most people. But then other people be just like fucking going at it nonstop. And then I will mute you like, and ask me a thousand questions. Imagine if someone asked you a thousand questions in person. You'd be like, here, can you fuck off? Just because it's online doesn't mean you can be fucking uh, annoying as fuck. And then say, ah, but I was joking. I did that when I was 12. <laughs> I was annoying, and then I would say, I'm joking, and it's fucking even more annoying. You'd probably, yeah, like if it was a bear, if Instagram was a bear, and you were being that annoying, I would leave the fucking bear. So stop being so demanding. Stop thinking that we're buddies. Stop sniping. Uh... Stop fucking asking me personal questions when I don't know you. I'm trying to think what else, why else I mute people. Stop blowing me up when you're drunk. Stop calling me daddy when you're a straight man. That's a fucking weird one. Hey, daddy. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's like LA too. People do it in LA. It's like, what the fuck? Are you gay? No, you're just my daddy. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's very confusing. It's very... It's very odd. It's like, I realized, I saw a guy the other day and he was just, oh God. Have you seen a guy wearing just ankle socks? Who the fuck are these people wearing socks walking around their house? That fucking blows my mind. As I burp. Like those ankle socks, I'm just like, what the fuck? That's one of the most, that's the gayest thing I think I, I know. If you fucked a man, it'd be less gay than just walking around your house in ankle socks. God, I fuck it. <laughs> if I was a girl and I saw like a guy I was starting to date wearing ankle socks, I know this is an overused word, but I'd be like, oh, that's giving me the ick. Oh, that's giving, that's a red flag. I feel like people in LA ignore red flags, though. It's probably everywhere, actually. I like the way I keep saying LA for some reason, like it's a different place. But because they're lonely and horny, that's why you ignore red flags. You'll just romanticize the good part and then ignore the red flags and you're like, no, no, it's, it's, no, no, I swear, I swear, trust me. That's going to be my new thing from now on dating. If I spot a red flag, I'm not going to go, ah, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure that I'm sure, I'm sure the fact that this person is beyond boring is not an issue down the line. Or the fact that this person is jealous off the bat. That's another thing. When people online get jealous, like if I post someone in pictures or anything and someone I don't know is like, who the fuck is she? I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's Christmas. 
go, fucking have fun with your family. What are you doing abusing me online, giving me snipey, snipey remarks? Just leave me alone. Leave me alone for the love of God. Um, yeah, just, I think, I think instead of, the next time you get the urge to uh, give me snipey remarks, just drink your four loco and go hang out with your family. <laughs> just, and there's no need, yeah. Jeez, you know, it's fucking annoying too. I might as well just go into what's annoying. If you're over 25 and you're excited for New Year's Eve, you're fucking insane. Like, what the fuck? Have you never, were you in a coma? What is happening? You know it's going to be awful. The only way to have a good New Year's Eve is to stay in. If you're over 25, when you're young and dumb, you think it's going to be, this is going to be the night of my life. And then you're out and it's packed. It's overpriced. And the person you want to meet isn't there. And Ubers are awful, so you can't even go really meet them. But you'll try and meet later. But then you get drunk because it's so fucking... It's New Year's Eve and you have to get drunk. And then you and the other person are drunk and you're trying to meet up and it's not good and it's not worth it. And uh, you wish you just stayed at home and drank for loco. So, but the thing with staying at home is the the FOMO effect, the fear of missing out. Uh, you're like, fuck it, I can't stay at home. It's 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 New Year's Eve. But I think the the only way to have a good New Year's Eve is to work. Even though I do stand up and it doesn't feel like work, well, it does talking to people. But besides that, thank God I have shows all weekend. So I don't have to make any plans. And any after party will be right next to the venue. So it'll be delightful. And for that, I thank God. I thank God that I followed my dreams and I came to LA and now I'm a stand-up comedian. So to the person who asked, should I follow you, should you follow your dreams? Yes. Because you'll either have a delightful time, sit down next to Slash drunk and you'll get paid to work on Christmas Eve at a job that you love doing. That brings joy to people. Sometimes it brings uh, brings hatred and anger out of people. They're like, you can't say that. I'm like, fuck it. I already did, you little cunt. Um, so, yeah, I think that's about it. So I think I ranted enough. I think I used the same monotone all the way through. Anything else? Anything else now? Um, I think, unfortunately, I think, unfortunately, that's it. I think, geez, you know, it's mental too. People adding me, I think lonely people keep adding me to their close friends, like especially over Christmas. And uh, fucking, uh, these close friends fucking stories, it's, it's a plate of food. Who's that? Who are you hiding that from? Unless you're fucking cheating and you're out for dinner and you don't want your dude to see that you're out for dinner. You're like, ah, oh, I've had, I have sushi diary. <laughs> I can't leave the play. I can't leave my bed. No, you can't come over. I'm, I'm shitting all night and shitting all day. Unless it's that, but if it's otherwise, yum. I love carrots. <laughs> it's like are you autistic. What the fuck is this? Anyways, that's the podcast. Let's leave it on a high note. I made myself laugh at the very end, 48 minutes in. Um, hit me up. Hit me up with some more detailed questions. My Instagram's at the Marquez. Twitter is out. 
if you're on LA this weekend, today is Thursday. I got the improv tonight. I have, I don't even know. Hit me up on Instagram. I'll let you know everything. Just don't ask me a thousand questions. Thank you. Goodbye. That's the podcast. Go on now. Go out there and have a lovely time. Eat some more turkey and fucking decorate your tree and call your mother and um, say hi to your... Oh, geez, I phoned my niece and nephew yesterday. <laughs> it was like, oh, God. They are fucking... Talk to my... My, ne- my godson is so shy. I was like getting syllable answers from him. Do you have a good Christmas? Uh. <laughs> How are the presents? Yeah. Hey, do you eat some food? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking tough enough, but it was kind of funny. But then my niece is very chatty, and it was her birthday. Imagine your birthday the day after Christmas. Or was it two days after Christmas? I'm a bad uncle, so I leave it there before in case she ever listens. Says, this fucker forgot when my birthday was. Yesterday would have been, oh, two days after Christmas. All right, goodbye. We, we nailed it. Good luck. Great podcast. Make sure... Subscribe, share with your friends, write a review. Thank you. Goodbye. Good luck. See you later, you fucker. Goodbye. Good day. Good day. Good day.